Are you thinking about the instrument you're going to use for your study and you are completely lost? If so, this episode is just for you guys. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 my friends. Hi, welcome to the Grad School for Grown Folks podcast. I am your host, Dr. Tanya Vanart. Some people call me Tanya, some people call me Dr. Fee. And you know what I'm going to say it. Say it with me. Some people, dun, 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 don't call me at all. And it is absolutely okay. Today's episode is a great one a great one i miss you all by the way i took the week off it has been a very busy summer so those of you who are splashing in the whatever i think i saw a relative of mine on the beach with his family splashing in (laughs) the water and i was like I am so glad that I live in a beautiful space that is like the, uh, is like a vacation because otherwise I would be super jealous. I am so glad that I have the spoilings of a constant vacation because if not, I would definitely be jealous of some of you. I mean, literally, it's so funny. I guess I should tell you guys the topic. I just miss you all so much. So I'm talking to you, right? I'm just diving right in. But today's episode is all about your instrument. Dun, dun, dun. And we're not talking about your guitar. So it's all about playing your instrument effectively, my friends. And we're talking about the instrument to your study. And so now I can go back on my tangent about <laughs> about you all uh, in my sessions. And um, I, I'm having a blast. It's so funny, though. I have been having my one-on-ones, and they have been phenomenal. But the, the, the interesting thing is... <laughs> Some of the places my clients have been meeting me, some of them have been out of the country. Uh, and I've been telling those of my clients who've been traveling out of the country, they, um, of course, I've been covering covering them with the blood of Jesus and everything because it's been a little tricky um, with the traveling situation. It's just, I mean, like, I've been covering them with the blood of Jesus anyway, but I want them to hurry up and just finish having their fun and get settled in and have some more fun I think I'm just jealous I want to go to Croatia so I'm really jealous of them right now but their backgrounds are so cool because some of them are in different parts of the world and I love how they still find time to I mean we're not even talking about their paper (laughs) that is the funniest thing it's like 
am I a therapist? I don't know. I don't know. That's been a random thought. Can you tell that I miss you all? Well, I do. But let's talk about your instrument, your instrument, your instrument, because some of you have been working diligently and rightly so. So let's talk about what to do when you're getting permission to write um uh to when you're getting permission and I say that because some of the universities uh like um I've been working with lately a lot of what is this university university of or no phoenix university not phoenix i've been working with phoenix too but walden university literally uh they annoy me it's like it's almost like elementary like not even elementary like they literally treat adults like they're toddlers so anyway they give you a permission to go on to chapter two permission to go on to chapter three like it's really weird so um those of you are who are gone going on um, to the next uh, section of chapter three where you are now definitely needing to get permission from the people of the instrument or the person who's designed the instrument that you've chosen you will need to do that effectively and that is what today's episode is all about now the five things I believe I have five things if you hear my paper forgive me yeah I do have five things I want to share with you guys in order to do this effectively because this can go wrong if you don't do this right especially in email This can go really wrong, guys, so let's pay attention. Put that popcorn down and let's pay attention, all right? So there are about five things I want you to really keep in mind, and I want you to uh, get your grab your notebook, grab your paper, grab your pen, um, and let's dive in. So when you get ready to, first of all, after you've really um, identified your research questions, you've gotten those approved by your chair, Yep, because I've already told you guys, get it uh, in an email of some sort that they have approved those and you know your study is in alignment. So it's connected to your theoretical or conceptual framework. Now, the third thing it needs to um, connect with is going to be your uh, your methodology, which is going to be that instrument. Now, unless you've design your own instrument which i don't know why on earth you would want to do that and make your life more complicated but some people do like to do that um so if you've done that then that means that you would actually have to you have to do some type of pilot study and you would have to get some professors to try it out in order to make sure your stud your uh your instrument is Um, reliable okay so you would have to get that done first but for those of you who are going to use someone else's instrument the first thing I want you to do is keep in mind that finding the individual who may have created that instrument in itself may require some research (laughs) one of the things we do for our clients um who are coaching um clients of ours is we actually do the grunt work for them in finding the individual who owns uh, the instrument why 
because our overall goal is to save our clients time we know that they are very 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 busy running schools running colleges running everything else so we know that and it's so funny we had to uh we were trying to find somebody who owned this instrument i can't remember what which instrument it was and uh it was so funny and this was for a client who really is running when I say this person is running the this person is like not just running one state. This person is running around different states in the United States, really running stuff. And so we found the person, but we had to really go dig in hard. We had to go, um, we went through LinkedIn um, and then we read, went through Facebook. I think we went through, like we were really doing the detective work to find this person. Because what you want to remember is some of the, if they are still alive, that's number one. Um, and I don't, if the person is not alive, now that's something to think about. I didn't even think about what do we do if the person is no longer alive. But if the person is still alive, if they're no longer alive, well, let's first say rest in peace. But <laughs> if they are still alive, which this individual was, but she was also retired. <laughs> when I found her, I reached out to her. And when I do it, I usually let them know that I am almost like an attorney on behalf of my client. I'm reaching out to you to first find out if you are the right individual. Okay. But it was so funny. This poor lady. She was like, I'm retired. I don't know what instrument you're talking about. She even accused me of having the wrong person. <laughs> Bless her heart. This little old lady, bless her heart. She had forgotten everything she'd done. So I had to literally send her the name of her study, the name of the instrument. And I was like, okay, ma'am, are you Dr. So-and-so? Did you write this back in such and such? did you use this and then she was like oh yes i did do that back then i just felt so bad so here's what i want you guys to keep in mind and then she was like yes you can totally use it but i don't have the originals blah 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 so what here's what i want you to keep in mind in a situation like that where this individual totally gives the uh gives you permission to use their instrument now of course i wasn't the individual now imagine how much time my client would have had to take for that um however i did let her know now the the information has to come to your email because it has to be in your paper so here's what i said to her which is my number two i'm going to share with you when you reach the individual you have to send a professional email and the first thing i want you guys to do whether you know them or not or whether you read all of their work or whatever i want you always 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 to compliment them for their work i don't care if you don't know anything other than the instrument that you're interested in i want it to come across as if you've read everything that they've done I'm really, really, really familiar with um, transformational leadership 
questionnaire um, survey. Um, I'm really familiar with the author um, and I've supported his work because he's allowed so many clients to use his instrument and it's free of charge. So I will support him always. He's been very, very kind, um, even to where I'm on a first name basis with him. So you always compliment them first before you go into your asking. All right. The other thing is, and I'm still on number two, when you send this very professional email, here are a couple of things that you need to say in that email. You need to introduce yourself. You need to tell them the school that you're connected to. You need to name your, give them the title of your study and how and why their instrument will work for, uh, for your study. And the last thing is you want to actually ask for permission in your email. That needs to be said in the email because the university will want the actual email correspondence in your dissertation. This is very, very important. They're actually going to want to see that email transaction. All right. The third thing I don't want you to, well, let me go back to another one. The third thing is assure them that you will give them credit everywhere you talk about or name their instrument in your paper. So let them know, I will give you full credit anywhere in my study, I name your instrument. Anywhere I talk about your work or your instrument, I will give you credit using an in-text um, in citation, parenthetical citation, and in the references. Please make sure you say that, ladies and gentlemen, all right? And I'm sorry if I offend anyone by saying that. But it's easier for me to say, ladies and gentlemen, all right? So don't take it personally, okay? Just have it, okay? Now, I hope that was helpful for you. Email me if you have any questions. Don't email me. Email my assistant, um, and she will definitely just go to my page and um, send us a, a question um, on the contact us page and JLo will definitely respond. Um, if you have questions about this, this is extremely important. All right. Because if you don't get that permission from them, this will, this can hold you up. All right. Now the fourth thing is what I do not want you to do. Do not go on a rant and give them too much information. Do not talk about modifying their questions. Please do not do this. I don't care what your goal is once you get permission. Um, we know that not every single question will work out for you exactly as is. So there's no need for you to say this number three. Um, it, sometimes if you don't write it just right, it can be a problem. So just don't do this. Please don't do this. Please, please, please don't do this. Please don't. <laughs> you will cause more problems for yourself in the end. Um, unless your chair guides you on exactly what to write. 
All right. That's just more. And the last one is thank them. If they have any products, support them. And especially if they're not charging you everything. Now, I want to be very clear on number four. Uh, four. I'm not saying to deceive them. Don't, you know, say you're, you know, not, don't not mention you're going to modify the questions, you know, and then uh, go and change everything about their instrument. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, don't go on a tangent and a rant about, I'm going to change your Likert scale to open-ended. You don't need to say that. Like that change is not big enough for you to need to put that in a, um, in the email. Okay. That, that's a common uh, that's a common practice, all right? But if you were to actually just change the meaning of the question altogether, that is very different. Changing it from a Likert scale question to an open-ended question is not changing the meaning, okay? Now, if you do decide to say some of the questions will be changed from a Likert scale to an open-ended, would this be okay? That's fine. But you can't change the meaning of any of their questions. You can't take a transformational leadership uh, questionnaire or survey and then try to make it a social-emotional uh, questionnaire or survey. Got it? Okay, that's deceptive. You can't do that. Okay. I hope this episode has served you well. I think that this is one of those. Um, number one, it's so funny. I think it's one of those talks we've just got to get because number, I think that when I love when we first talk about instruments and no one wants to admit that they don't even know what we're talking about. Like, we're sitting in class and the professor says, we're talking about measurement and instruments today. And all the first year doc students are secretly in their mind thinking about guitars and violins. <laughs> and no one says anything. It's so funny. Oh, I love the work that I do. You guys are absolutely amazing. I also want to thank you guys for... Um, can you tell I've had my nap today? My my power nap, my 15-minute power nap, and I'm on lockdown, so it's been crazy. But I know that I'm going on random tangents today. Can you tell I've missed you all for a week? I have, actually. But I want to thank you guys also for all the shares. I want you to share and tag everyone. Share, tag, share, tag, share, tag. Come on, dance with it. Share, tag share tag all right and get them on board with dissertation doctors so you guys know what i say when you decide to do it and if you decide to do it do it well and do it with us see you next time <laughs>